Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in. Our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young businessmen, welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I have my co-host with me today, the most interesting insurance agent in the country, Mr. Brian Smith. Brian, welcome to episode 22. Well, first of all, Evan, we got to rewind that deal. Um, we need to we need to redo the intro because <laughs> in honor in honor of the most recent change in our country, in honor of the peaceful exchange of the baton, instead of saying in the country, I'd rather you say in America. In America? Um, We're bringing like America word, back, huh? Yeah, we got to bring America back. But I'm, I'm good, man. Uh, it's been crazy, a crazy week and a crazy day. I'm excited today because we have a guest that a lot of people in our specific circle may have kind of heard of. If we've talked about, may have heard of the, the you know, what what he's up to, but doesn't know him personally. So I think it's gonna be interesting for the listeners today. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to let you know, I'm not going to edit that out. I'm just going to leave it in here because that's how I roll. I like to live dangerously. But the other thing is, uh, specifically... We don't edit. No, We well, don't edit anything. I, I edit myself. I leave all the ums in for you and everybody else. I, I just want to come off as polished <laughs> as possible. No, one, one of the things that we talked about in the last Young Businessman at Tulsa meeting is the importance of constantly feeding your brain, constantly finding ways to put good content into you so that that's ultimately what comes out of you. And so I've talked a lot about podcasts. I'm obviously a little bit biased on podcasts because we've been doing this podcast for a while now. I actually got started in uh, podcasting because of the podcast that I listened to almost two years ago. I remember when I first started kind of tuning in and just finding this different content out there. And so for me, podcasting is, it's a fun thing to do. I actually find myself getting excited when I have these conversations and I also get to a point where after I'm done, I just want to talk to people about it, but nobody else knows what just happened. So I'm like in this weird little world where I'm like, man, I just had this awesome conversation, but I can't ask anybody about it or talk to anybody about it because I'm literally the only person besides the person that I interviewed that knows about it. So I get to, I get to share some of my excitement with, with our guest today and because he actually is a, a podcaster. He's a well-known for a podcast that I've been a, a guest on, and Brian, you've been a guest on, and even uh, Matt has been a guest on the podcast. So without any further ado, I want to introduce Mr. Uh, PJ Simmons from uh, the Gospel Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. He's got a lot of exciting things going on that he's going to talk about today and, and kind of help give us a good understanding of why he got into it and uh, what's, what kind of path it's led him down. Uh, over the last couple of years. So PJ, first of all, welcome. Thanks for joining us. And I know it took a lot to get you on here, but I appreciate you finally, <laughs> finally joining us. Absolutely, guys. Thank you all so much. I'm uh, very honored and pumped to be spending the next couple of minutes with you guys. 
<laughs> well, uh, I did a little bit of research uh, on you, and uh, oh. I went back to podcast number one and listened oh, listen to your podcast. And I only made it about 10 minutes in, but I want to I compliment you and say that you've come a very long way. Uh, the, the, the difference is very, very noticeable. I appreciate that, man. You know, it's one of those things you just got to have to jump out there and make it happen, even though you suck in the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's only direction, if, if upward is the only direction you can go, then I guess you're in uh, good company then. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, if you don't mind, I, I've obviously talked to people why I got into podcasting and why I started listening to podcasts, but if you don't mind, tr- kind of share a little bit of your story. What, what, what drew you to it and what inspired you to get involved with uh, the gospel-driven uh, podcast that you do? Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you know, I had a subject and I had a, you know, kind of an, an idea of topics of things that I was interested in, you know, kind of faith background of uh, business and influence and growing an organization and those type of things. And then I was toying with this idea of, you know, do I go out long? launch this, you know, pjsimmons.com or pjsimmons.net. It, nobody knows me from Adam, so that probably wasn't going to work. And so I thought, started wondering and, and researching, you know, what's the most, I guess, affordable way, you know, to build an audience, uh, you know, that could expand, you know, the globe and, you know, kind of get a, a really good following at the most affordable rate. And so I landed on podcasting uh, from that just because the the cost and startup. And, you know, I, I love the process of interviewing people and communications and sharing my heart and more or less probably just talking a lot. I think <laughs> had a little bit to do with it. Um, so, so man, I came across this idea of, you know, just podcasting. I, kn- I knew it was, you know, you hear all these podcasters say like, you know, five years ago, podcasting was really big and then it took a dip and then now it's kind of up a little bit. And that was totally my story. Like I was in the podcast, you know, a while ago and uh, recently about two, two and a half years ago, just started getting back into it. And man, it's like, this is a great medium uh, to connect with a lot of people. And it's been just that I've connected with tons and tons of, of individuals, entrepreneurs, leaders from all over uh, the world through this. And so it has been just an absolute blast. Yeah. And I love that when you talk about connecting, because the cool thing is you can connect with them, but all of your listeners, all the people tuning in kind of get that personal relationship too. I mean, they're able to yeah. to be a part of it. And so I think that's why, I mean, you've seen the success that you've seen. How many, uh, how, how long have you been doing podcasting and I, I don't know how to quantify. Is it monthly downloads? Yeah. I mean, how do, how do you kind of measure how, how, you, how it's grown? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we first launched with five episodes. And so it was all just interview based, you know, very much like this, you know, kind of the conversation that we're having uh, today. Uh, launched with five episodes and kind of the game plan was I committed to releasing uh, two new interviews a week. So every Monday and Thursday I would release a new interview and I did that for about two straight years and, you know, just, uh, pumped right over, uh, 200 episodes, uh, just around 200 interviews with, I mean, you know, individuals who are, you know, startups working out of home offices all the way to, you know, thousands of employees underneath them. So the, so the range and the spectrum of leaders, and entrepreneurs and business owners that that we uh, gained their insight and experience from was just just super 
super vast. It's been an incredible journey just over the last uh, two years. And I know you asked a little bit about, you know, kind of some of the metrics and those kind of things. We saw uh, a large jump uh, to where kind of at our at our peak, we're averaging around uh, ranging from about ten to fifteen thousand downloads a month. Wow! Uh, for for the podcast, and that's coming out, you know, with about eight new episodes, uh, eight to ten every single month. That's that's fantastic. Well, you're making me look bad because I only release one a week. I'm I'm dipping the toe in the water, but uh, I think <laughs> I, I, I'd like to get there because as as we do these, and 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 Brian can attest to this, I get. I get kind of pumped about it. I keep asking him like, Hey, let's get another one. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. And you know, he has to slow me down and be like, listen, bud, I only got so much time. I'm a really busy guy. I'm always driving. Like there's only so much I can do now. Now, actually, uh, Brian is great because he's definitely on board with it and he brings a wealth of knowledge to, uh, to the table. And, uh, one of the things that I wanted to, since I had the opportunity to talk to you, you had the opportunity to interview me a while mm-hmm. back. I think it was uh, episode I want to say 154. So that was that was my conversation with you. So if you if anybody wants to tune into that, you can hear my first podcast ever was on your show. So little nice little, little trivia fact there for you. But um, I, I went a little bit further on, and you did an episode called "What Does It Mean to Be Gospel Driven?" And mm. uh, I want to get your insight on this, and I definitely want to get Brian's too, because I think Brian's going to have a lot to add to this. But you talked about, from what I could gather, three different things of what it means to be gospel-driven. You talked about uh, how work is worship. You talked about how how you have influence. And you talked about stewardship. And mm. so I want to kind of turn it over to you a little bit to kind of uh, expand a little bit on those thoughts. And then uh, I definitely want to hear Brian's thoughts in, in terms of uh, gospel-driven in his business as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, first off, you, you, the first thing you said about work being worship. You know, a lot of people, I'll say a good majority of people see work as as an outcome of the fall. You know, this idea that, you know, man sinned, rebelled against God. And so God made him sweat by his brow to uh, work to make a living and to provide for himself and his family. But uh, essentially what we really see in Scripture is, is really that God was the first entrepreneur, right? You know, the first five words of the Bible was in the beginning God created. Yeah. And so we have this imagery that God is this creator, that he's working. He, you know, he speaks light into existence. You know, plants come up. He, uh, you know, Holy Spirit hovering over the water, you know, separating water from land. He's working, making all of these things simultaneously work together for the common good, for them all to kind of work harmoniously uh, so that all of them would work and, and, and flourish. And so we see that mandate given to man as he gains responsibility. Uh, and when I say man, you know, I refer to both, both man and woman, given the responsibility to really kind of cultivate and create, not so much, you know, for there's definitely kind of that, you know, personal aspect that I'm here to create and to work in order to provide for myself. But when you when you look at just really the overall structure of how has how God has created uh, humanity, society, um, community, culture, uh, countries, organizations, you know, the the whole economic structure of the world, uh, all of these things working together harmoniously when people are playing their parts. Uh, and operating their gift sets and their skills and their passions, 
they work harmoniously together for the sake of human flourishing. And God is honored by that. And so when we when we participate in that type of work, when we see our work not as a burden, but as an opportunity to really uh, join God in what he has done uh, in, in helping humanity flourish, helping the world flourish, uh, man, that is a, a very wor- worshipful uh, experience that we get to have on a day-to-day basis. And kind of flowing out of that, you know, we talked about stewardship, right? Yeah. Uh, we talked about how work is uh, something to be stewarded. I, I love this because I think one of the most pertinent parts of Scripture that talks about work and worship and, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, faith-driven business, whatever you want to call it, is that really the parable of the talents is that God gives different skill sets, different passions, different different levels of uh, different things and giftings that people are good at. And it's not so much of like, okay, who, who, gets, who gets to produce the most or gets to do the most for God, but what are you doing with what God has given you? And so there's some places, you know, that are people that are placed in certain situations situations in life to where, you know, some countries that they don't have the access to produce businesses that that create the massive uh, amounts of influence that, you know, an Apple or a Coca-Cola does or, or has that type of opportunity to create an organization like that. But they do have an opportunity to create a business that helps in their own community to flourishing that provides jobs for people in their own community. Vice versa, man, you have, you know, individuals who grew up uh, that may have, uh, been able to get a kind of a, a startup loan from from their dad or from their family or kind of inherited some money that helped in a startup. You have other people that bootstrapped it. So it's not necessarily where you start or where you end up, but what are you stewarding what God has already given you in order to create something worthwhile, but at the same time, you know, not squandering it, you know, not, not sitting on your gifts, not sitting on your passions and trying to think, you know, woe is me, I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere because you spend so much time worrying, you're not getting your butt out there and you're working, like getting it done. And so the third thing that you talk about is you talk about influence. And this is what I love, how even stewardship plays into influence. And this is something that I'm personally learning is that a mentor of mine and actually organization that I currently am working for and working with right now, John Maxwell, says that that uh, leadership is influence. And what I love about that is even going further is that leadership is really about stewarding influence. And so when we think about influence as business owners, um, you know, you have people that work for us, you have employees, you have customers, you have vendors, you have all of these things. These type of relationships are, are things to be stewarded. Uh, the cultures that we create within our organizations, the products that we develop uh, out of our companies are very intentionally uh, partnering with God in, in, in adaption to human flourishing, or they're working against God's mission in human flourishing. I mean, it really drives... From kind of a experience I had when I was a uh, a kid of growing up in a Christian home, you know, family loved Jesus, but I would see my dad come home, you know, from work and just be miserable from work, and I just couldn't compute. Like, man, how could you have this relationship with this awesome God and then like spend the majority of the hours of your day 
that you're awake in, in kind of a state of misery because of your job. And so I really think that leaders who are business owners and entrepreneurs have an incredible responsibility and an incredible opportunity to steward their influence well, to uh, make long-lasting impact uh, that <laughs> sometimes we'll never you know, ever see this side of eternity. I think you just need to drop the mic at that, PJ. I mean, you killed that one. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things, Evan, is when um, – we look extra stupid when a guy just like start quoting the Bible. And you, and, <laughs> you and I are using like uh, our U version app, just trying to type in like keywords just to see. Oh crap, where is that? What, what, what in the world is he talking about? I love PJ's answer, and, and you know, I'm actually not even going to answer your question. I'm going to comment on on PJ's idea there that you know when I hear someone when they're able to kind of reference a verse and when they're able to take something going on in their life and go, you know, you can find this in, in this place and that I, that's exciting to me because you, you know me, Evan, I'm always telling people I'm a pretty black and white guy. I'm transparent. I grew up in church. I, I know the Bible. I know the stories, but somewhere where I failed along the way is I've gotten really busy with, I, I guess the minutia of feeling good about things and trying to do enough just to be dangerous. But when someone like PJ can come on and actually reference a certain thing that's happened to him or helped him or, or take a verse and say, you know what, this verse is what motivated me or helped me through this particular mm. thing. I think that's really cool, and I respect it a ton because he's he's done that extra work to dig into the verse. You know, I'm driving Legend to school the other day, and he's like, Dad, I don't want to go to school today. And I'm like, what's new? <laughs> you, you never want to go to school today. And he goes, no, this time's different. He goes, we're supposed to re recite our verses today. And I didn't memorize mine. I'm like, well, what is it? And he says, Romans 12, 2. So we look it up, and you know, it's a three-part deal. If you guys don't know 12-2, we might as well, you know, quote the only verse I know this week. But it would be, you know, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can know, you know, the good and perfect uh, will of God. That's, you know, it's close. You know, Romans 12-2. And so I'm trying to show him on the way to school how to break that down into three parts. And pre-podcast that we're doing right now, I think in my mind, man, how easy was that? All I needed was the reason. Mm. I needed a reason to learn a verse that could essentially propel me forward in multiple areas of my life. And, it, and we're just talking about a verse my little my little man's supposed to learn a, a few days ago, truth be told. But he's a he's chip off the old block, and so course we get the we get it down it's a 10 to 15 minute ride it's a three-part deal i show him you know dad's terrible at you know knowing the verses but if you give me one i'll show you how to memorize it and so i i just think it was really cool pj as i listen that it's not just about this answer about stewardship it's not this answer about provision or anything like that it's like you know okay here in the bible is where it tells us an example or mm. here's how the it motivates me to do these things. And that's what we've got to get to as business owners, as people that work for other people, is that we're going to hit our challenges. We're going to go through things. In fact, I've got a team member right now I've got to have some conversation with. And I'm thinking, you know, and this is going to be a stretch, especially in the marketplace, but I need to provide her a verse or two and where I can say, look, you don't have to have this conversation with me. But here's what I have to do. I've told you 
for the last couple of years, you know, you're an amazing producer. You're really good at everything, but you've got these little stumbling blocks in your life. And so I'm all out of fleshly responses. I'm all, I'm all yeah. out. I can't tell you, I can't motivate you anymore. You make yeah. good money, all these things. I've got to point you to these verses and, and you're going to have to read them and apply them because nothing else will fix it. Well, I think it's a little timely that you bring up that verse because it talks about renewing your mind and that's one of the things that I always want to be challenging our audience to do is to constantly renew your mind. I mean, that's, I even alluded to it, that in the beginning is finding that good content and finding those people that it's already in them. And they, they are kind of people that you kind of put yourself uh, in a position to say, you know what, that's something I want to strive toward. That's something that I want to try to accomplish. PJ is a, a prime example of that because not only are you walking it out, but you're also giving this content away through through different podcasts and, and different mm-hmm. projects that you do. Because if I remember correctly, you talk about how you have a passion for helping other people. And so yeah. you're, I believe you're operating in, in your gifts of, uh, and you found different ways to do that, that obviously renewing your mind is something that is comes pretty naturally for you. But what you can do is you can help those other people find ways to absorb that stuff, just like what what Brian was talking about is let, let's figure out a different way to absorb this so that it's inside of us so that later on when we're in that situation where we're in a trial or, 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 or something didn't go our way, that the first thing to come to mind isn't, oh, crap. The first thing yeah. that comes to mind is I'm going to stand on this promise because I know that God has the best in line for me. And that For me, that goes back to stewardship, too, because if I'm truly a steward, God's in control. He's the Amen. one that has put me in this position and he's not going to let me fail. He's going to he's going to allow me to make decisions and operate within my gifts to try to accomplish what what he wants me to accomplish. But I got to remember that it's not Evan Inc. It's I'm just a steward. I'm just a person that's been put in this position to try to help influence these people, to help lead and to ultimately guide this organization or guide the team that I have to be as successful as we we possibly can be. Mm. Absolutely, PJ. I do want to. I want to. I want to pivot a little bit here because I know that you're working on a new project, and I want to give you some ample time to kind of talk a little bit about that because I think I think our audience now has a is a good understanding of some of the the, the passions that you have. Uh, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about uh, gospel driven entrepreneur and kind of the direction that it's going here uh, in the next uh, month or so. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> interestingly, man, goodness, this last quarter or whatever you want to call it has just been a, uh, a whirlwind of transitions, all good transitions for me. And one of those being really taking a step and looking, looking at, you know, where have we been over the last two years with gospel driven entrepreneur? Where's God wanting to take us, uh, getting over the fact that, uh, I'm not as good as I think I am. And so actually asking for help from people, what a novel concept, right? (laughs) Um, and so we are actually in the middle of doing a rebranding and a complete relaunch of wow. gospel driven entrepreneur. Yeah. And so we're actually, uh, and this is very intentional, we're actually dropping the name entrepreneur and going strictly with uh, just gospel driven. And the reason that we're doing that is because, I mean, you guys have seen, especially in kind of the uh, internet marketing world and, you know, the, 
self-proclaimed gurus of uh, starting businesses and entrepreneurships and leadership. Brian, Brian loves those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, man, there you can't turn a corner without a new one popping up, right? And so mm-hmm. like, or we just want to be, you know, somebody in the, in the crowd that's in there. And what what we really felt is that where where our kind of sweet spot is, and where we feel God has called us to, is focusing more so on the motivation factor, uh, rather so than on the you know step by step business practical factor. And so, what our hope is um, with this new brand, Gospel Driven. Uh, is that we're helping people lead like no one else. And, and kind of the, the premise behind that is we're helping people propel their business by stewarding their influence and to stay driven, to you know, kind of keep that driven mindset through kind of a proper you know, foundation of, of having the gospel, being staying driven by the gospel, uh, and doing that in community of like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners uh, who are uh, around the world. Because uh, you said it perfectly, man. It's so, it's so easy. Easy uh, when we get caught up in this concept of you know growing a business and growing an organization and trying to make money and trying to you know pay bills and and, and do this thing is that a lot of times it is so easy to just <laughs> lose uh, you know the reasoning behind man the opportunity that we have here to really make some impact you know we we think about you know whether we're developing Dixie cups or you know the next you know, smartphone, how, how do we approach that product uh, that's going to be flourishing um, for our communities, for our world, for people, both our employees that we have to the customers that we serve? And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, who was it? I think one of the CEOs, Dan, Dan Cathy of, of Chick-fil-A, uh, maybe it was his father, Truett, that said, you know, if, if we get better, our customers will demand that we get bigger. And so, so many people want so bad for their organizations and their companies to just get bigger, bigger, bigger. But if you get better at what you do and you focus on just simply serving people, I mean, you get you get twice the return. You get the return of having just made crazy, awesome impact in people's lives and the return that people are going to keep coming back to you because any, anybody can sell crap, right? But you only sell crap one time because people, if they buy crap one time, they're not coming back to you as a customer. But if you, but if you think like, man, how do I continually seek to serve this person through my product, seek to serve these people through our culture? culture, through how we serve them, man, that is a recipe for long-term sustainable success. And that's what we want to help these business owners really grasp in, in a concept of helping them grasp that, man, the opportunity to be had to steward uh, both the skill sets and the giftings and the things that God has given them and the people that God has brought to them as employees and as customers, man, that is a incredible way uh, to change the world. And so we're, we're right in the middle of that re- brand of that relaunch that's uh kind of the whole shindig will be uh announced and released in march of this year uh right now we kind of got a uh a landing page up for for a new brand and that you guys can actually go check out if you wanted to at gospeldriven.is that's gospeldriven.is and uh we have a a, a simple uh, form on there if you guys wanted to stay up to date and uh subscribe to uh, i don't know if i'm allowed to do this sales pitch yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, but, 
but uh, we, we host a, uh, a weekly devotional that we release to people's inboxes every Monday morning. And so that's just a good way to kind of, you know, stay in touch with about the launch of this and when this re launches in, in March. And man, it's going to be awesome. We're doing everything from, uh, you know, online courses to a new blog to a new uh, podcast. Our podcast is actually moving more so to a seasonal based show where we focus on uh, one specific topic for uh, quite a few episodes, which interestingly enough, this first season is going to be based on the topic of stewarding influence uh, and what that looks like. So we're pumped, man. We're excited. That's fantastic. I, yeah. Don't, don't worry about uh, promoting your stuff. I'm only on, <laughs> I'm only on once a week, so I got to find some way to keep people engaged until I get up to the two times a week and three times a week. I don't know that I'll go daily. That seems like a lot to digest, but that's a lot, man. Yeah, no, but I, I'm excited for you. And I, I don't know if, Brian, if you can tell, but I think PJ is pretty excited about this too. I, I can hear it in his voice. I'm I'm extremely excited for the rebrand. Um, the cool thing that comes with the rebrand is not only do the people that are you know involved in the organization or in the effort get a, a kind of a splash of energy, but you also are able to bring on more people you know that are interested that that can kind of see and hear the vision because as this rebrand takes place and pj and his team are showing new excitement which you know is new blood into them and the people that are wanting to get involved so that's awesome and it makes me think about the ybt podcast evan and that we've got you know we've got a, a guest that after guests that we can be talking to we've got all kinds of content we've got believers that bring new ideas to the table we've got business owners so i, I like I, I like all of it I, you know and it makes me you know it re-energizes me to say you know what people are want this content just like they want pj's content and we've got to you know always stay committed and buckled down to delivering it you know i was talking to a guy the other day and, and this this guy's one of probably a couple of hundred guy, a uh, couple hundred people guys that says they're working for a guy or I'm mm. running my own business. And I don't know like where to get these resources, you know? And, you know, Evan, we think a PJ, we think, Oh, what's, what's wrong with this freaking dude? He's got the internet. He's got yeah. a library. He's got books, but guys, not everybody's capacity is the same. Not everybody gets up every day with, a multitude of answers and sometimes I've got to remind myself how blessed I am that I rarely ever get up or go to work or face a challenge that I don't immediately feel like I can get an answer to or that I'm not resourceful enough to figure out in the world you know talented people right my wife is so talented um, Evan your wife is talented PJ I'm sure that your, your family, your spouse, your, your group, you've got talented people around you. And I meet people all the time to where I'm like, God, they're good people. They're nice people. Their hearts are gold, but they're just not that talented yeah. or their, or their capacity is lacking. And I think, how can I help them? You know, these people that really want to be helped. And what I love about the rebrand for gospel driven, what I love about YBT really trying to turn the heat up is that our honest to God missions, aside from 
just really, really wanting to get some content out there is that, and I know Evan feels this way, I, I can say this for him, is that you'd do anything in the world to sit down with, with a person that needed some direction and outline it for him. Step one, step two, to the best of my knowledge, here's step three. And that's, that's what I love about the programs we're putting together here is so many programs are out there with all the sponsors and all the stuff, and, and it's, a, it's a really good revenue stream, which I hope that every person that, that does a podcast and starts to put their material out can turn it into an income stream. But I hope before they do that, they have the, the blessing moment to me to where someone actually relays to them how they help them yeah. with the content, how they help them with the ideas and the resources so that before the revenue stream, they can say, this is, this is changing thought processes. This is igniting people. This is keeping people from that mundane every day. I'm going to be 65 or 70 someday lifestyle. Yeah. Well, PJ, I'll ask you this because and we'll kind of close on this, but I, I think Brian hit on a, on a real key point. Um, he's talking about helping people and just, I'm, I think you're a little bit about uh, a little bit like me when it comes to helping people, when you're able to help somebody, especially kind of given your area of expertise, what is that feeling like for you in the end? You know, I keep going back to this idea of work as worship and, and one of my kind of spiritual father's mentors always talks about this. And we've actually, you know, explored the same question. You know, why do you, what do you get out of helping people? What do you experience? And to be honest, man, when I am sitting down in a conversation with somebody and helping them, whether that's in a mentorship relationship or just, you know, somebody asked me out for coffee to, you know, help with an idea, uh, I get to really see uh, in them how God has formed and fashioned them and how he, you know, only by my conduit because he's using me, how he is kind of bringing clarity to that person, how he has teaching that person on how to get better at the passions and giftings that he has given them. And so being able to be a part of that experience and those conversations uh, really causes my heart to worship because in that moment, as God is teaching them and he's using me to kind of speak into their life, um, he's present. God, God is present in those conversations and through that process of helping. And what does it all end up? He's working all things together for the good of him, bringing about his kingdom of heaven on earth. And he's using me to have those conversations with that person. And he's using that person by consistently growing them in that moment to do exactly what they have call, been called to do and to be exactly who God has called them to be. And that is just an amazing experience to have. Yeah, so so I think we're all, I think we're on the same page with that. You just have this fulfillment that you're you're doing what you were created to yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you know, with that, I, I, I want to encourage people with a couple of things. First of all, when you hear somebody who's kind of operating within their gifts, you can kind of hear the excitement that comes with that. And so, I would definitely want to challenge our audience to. You know, if you haven't found out what you're passionate about, if you haven't found out the things that you were created for your gifts, I strongly encourage you to go out and find mentors, find resources to really better align yourself because what's waiting for you on the other side is fulfillment. 
It's excitement mm. to do exactly what you were created to do. And I think a lot of times, like you were talking about, when your dad would come home and he would just felt miserable, and you just you would just sit in there going, "There's got to be something better." That that's not what I want to uh, do, and I don't think that's what he wanted to do. But yeah. I, I think if we can find a way to uh, help people through the podcast or through just being stewards of our businesses in in a leadership role to help find and put your people into positions where they are operating within the gifts they have and the strengths that they have. You're going to feel more fulfilled as a manager, as a leader, or whatever else, but it's also going to energize your team. And it, there's just something about a fine-tuned machine that as it's just roaring down uh, the water if it's a boat or just cruising down the highway, just all of the sounds of things working together in harmony is just, I think that's what God created it to be. And it's, it's our job to figure out what, what our purpose is, what what our passions are, what we were created to do, and then put ourselves in that position and then let God basically use us to give him glory. That's right there the best thing that you can walk away with from anything that we do in, in our lives, anything that we're working towards, is really finding a way to put ourselves in a position where we can be used for what we were created to be used for. So with that, PJ, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for the investment that you've made in business people, yeah. in gospel, mm-hmm. uh, gospel-owned businesses and those kind of things. I, I, I still think that there's a huge amount of stuff out there for you to do, and, and, I, and I know that you're excited to go out there and, and embrace those things. So we want to encourage you guys, check out the new Gospel Driven uh, .is website. Uh, stay in tune with PJ on that. And uh, I do want to clarify some stuff. If you do want to go check out The Gospel Driven Entrepreneur, um, check out episode number 141. Uh, that's 141. That's Brian's episode. So if you want to hear directly from him, uh, my episode is actually not 154. It's actually 138. So check out uh, my first introduction to podcasting. And uh, if you want to hear from Matt Moore, the president of The Young Businessman of Tulsa, check out episode 133. So PJ, thank you for giving me my, my start in podcasting and uh, thank you for, for taking the time to, to join us. I'll turn it over to you. Is there anything else that you want to say to the group? No, man, I, I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. Uh, you know, I was telling you this a little bit beforehand before we started recording, uh, just the community that you guys are building there in Tulsa. I've connected with so many of your uh, leaders and people who are part of your community. You know, keep going, keep chasing, uh, keep using what God has given you to do uh, to make some impact. So appreciate you guys. Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma at gmail.com. If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.